What up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of the New English Podcast. I am yes, one of your hosts, Miguel, alongside Aro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, for y'all who are unaware, this is going to be a music podcast. It's mainly going to be hip hop, honestly, because that's pretty much what my, the music I'm mostly passionate for, and Aro is as well. I'm sure. Yeah, that's where our interests lie, and that'll be the easiest to discuss. So, this yeah. mainly we want if we eventually brought out to different genres, we'll find out where it goes. But I mean, at least for this episode, it'll be mainly hip hop. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, again, there's an artist that we like that outside of hip hop dropped an album, dropped a song that we feel needs discussion. We'll we'll discuss it because obviously we listen to. It all kinds of music but our knowledge is most best in the hip-hop and rap so that's pretty much what the mainly of the topic i mean most of these topics are gonna be for the show and uh just going forward we're gonna be doing a lot of pretty much news and just news that interests us and artists that interest us we're not just gonna be talking about anything that's going on in the music hip-hop world yeah, we're not a news site, you know. People, you're not gonna listen to this for news. You listen to this for our outlook on certain things that we appreciate in hip hop and other music. Yeah, so we'll be doing that. We'll be doing a lot of first thoughts, like if new singles, new tracks, albums come out. We'll be doing first thoughts on those, and we'll also be doing in-depth reviews on albums. Like this week on this first episode, we're gonna be talking about. Who made the sunshine? We're gonna do in that review at the end of the show, and going forward, that's something we want to do. We'll do track by track, lines, lyrics that we like, and stuff like that. Every production of the album, for sure. And anything we do talk about on this podcast, we for sure carry some type of interest towards it and have a some passionate feeling towards it when we talk about it. Yeah, and then like I said, not every week will it be a review of an album. We'll be have topic of the weeks as well, where we talking about best our fa- we'll rank our favorite Kanye albums. We just different in talk like best a uh, rap group of all time. We'll we're, we'll have discussions like those in depth. It's not always going to be reviews. We're gonna like, switch it up every week, and we just kind of go with the flow. We like we're not one hundred percent sure what this show will become, but as of now, that's what our vision is. Yes, sir. So, like, well, that's a that's it for introductions. I'm sure most of you first listeners right now, you probably know us because I doubt any random people are gonna click on this. But either way, we appreciate y'all and like, let's get into it. Like, first, na na na, Kanye West, he's at it again, man. The single, na na na, huh? What do you think about it the first time you listened to it? Ah, oh, man, <laughs> Kanye. Initial thought was like, that's super mid. Like that that song is super mid. I think I think initial thought it was mid, but I think calling it mid now would be generous because so? it, it's definitely doesn't get better with each listen. And I love Kanye first and foremost. I don't want to be the first thing I talk about Kanye something like <laughs> that. And if people kind of like see my whole outlook on Kanye right out the bat, I love Kanye. But I can also see when Kanye's not really producing to his to where I value Kanye at. But I mean, honestly, I think it's a troll. I, I feel like he purposely 
did this lazy and just dropped it out and then new people would enjoy it but i mean it's it it it's a it's a record it's a kanye record for sure because for me i remember you told me about it for i didn't even know he had dropped this because to be honest with you again i'm a big kind or was i don't know it's hard i still love his own music like it's just Kanye makes it hard nowadays and i'm sure i'm not the only one i'm sure a lot of listeners feel the same way but so you actually told me at first and you told me that you think it's a troll and then i hit i played it and i'm listening to it like it doesn't sound like a troll and then the further you get into the track some of the lyrics he says and I can't remember I, off the top of my head, but I'm like, yeah, this is he's just joking around. Like he's not so taking this serious. The main reason I think it's a troll is because I know you unfollowed him on Twitter. But I did. I, yeah. I, I still I still keep up with him. But uh he's been teasing some some really, really good leaks or really good snippets, I mean, from his project. And I know one of them was Donda, and then he had another snippet that he dropped with the Lauren Hill sample, and it just sounded gorgeous and for him to drop this and then dropping the baby remix on it is like definitely like i right, you're fucking around this isn't it, it might be on the album maybe because i don't know where kanye will go on the, with the album if, if he does drop album, it if yeah. he does drop it but i mean i definitely don't think it's gonna be on it and it's 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 definitely a kanye show but it's it doesn't make the song and that's not an excuse for the mediocre record that that is. Because like to me, like I said, it's just like he's just talking over the track. He's not really like going with the, with the production of the track too much. Honestly, like I feel he could have uh, played a, another beat uh, over over his word lyrics, and it wouldn't have made much of a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think what he was talking about was kind of just like, or he's like the presidential candidate bar. And like, yeah, he's yeah, like, the, the only one got the higher ground. <laughs> like that's just it, funny to me. Like it, it's it's, it's kind of more like a, I'm aware of what's going on around me right now. You know what I mean? And like, and when first the first when quote unquote troll Kanye, I don't know. It's so weird. He says he's trolling. But then he also also says he's bipolar, so it's hard to tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when first when troll Kanye first came around, I'm like, okay, this is funny. I get it. But then like, well, when did Kanye first start trolling? I would say when he started doing the the MAGA stuff, the MAGA hat stuff. Like uh, like shortly after Life of Pablo, mm-hmm. and then he started doing the. Well, honestly, you could say Kanye was trolling on Jesus. I think so. A little bit, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know. That Bound 2 video was funny as shit. That's true. But that's a different kind of troll. I'm talking about like... Yeah, okay. That's now fair. he's trolling where he's just pissing everybody off. Before it was just like, he's being funny troll. Now he's like, oh, I'm trying to piss people off troll. You know what I mean? Yeah. I said when he started doing the supporting Trump and all that stuff to me, that was kind of... And I, at first, I'm like, okay, he's just joking. And then like two, three years later, she's still doing it. I'm like, okay, it's not. That's... This is too long for a joke, you know what yeah, I mean? Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, overall, except the songs, eh, I've only I've only listened to it like about three times now, so I don't I plan mean, on listening to it again. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I tried listening to it again because one of my friends was like, "It gets better." 
each time I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm good on that. But I mean, it's music subjective, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. But uh, yeah, that ain't that ain't that that ain't the Kanye. At least, at least, because what I was expecting from the snippets, that ain't the Kanye I wanted. So I'm not really interested in this record, uh, excluding the cover art though. Cover art's fire. Cover art's super fire. Yeah, the green skeleton. And yeah, the, yeah, I think it's the the bright colors to match like a dark image. I don't know. It just sets off a little nice aesthetic to it. But yeah, I mean that's it. Um, nah, nah, nah. Like, yeah, we'll there's not, there's not a lot of talk about this single. Yeah, we'll we'll get into Kanye deeper yeah, Kanye will be down the road. Uh, so for now, we'll go into uh quick thoughts of uh Burden of Proof, Benny the Butcher's new uh, newest album. So how many times you say you ran it? Just once. I Just heard it once. yesterday, and as soon as I finished it, I was like. I need to listen to this again. I just didn't have the time. Yeah. Like, so I would say I'm on about my third listen with it. I listened to it once last week with Chris and then uh, Chris is a friend of mine. And then uh, two times on Sunday that week. Cause to, I honestly, after one listen, I'm like this, this album is great. Like it's just one listen, but that's fair. Like I liked it a lot. That in, dude, I, See, I probably would have listened to it more if I didn't listen to the intro like three, four, or five times. Like literally, legit. I played the album, and I played back that intro a few times before I even got to the rest of the album. That uh, that intro is definitely, definitely a a Benny, a Benny, a Benny expected intro. And I was, I was, uh, I mean, not Benny expected as far as far as production is concerned. But lyrical capability and what he's saying on that record, he he comes to prove again why he's just one of the most dominant in Brazil. I mean, and for those who don't know, like Benny the Butcher, he's part of this, this rap group, Griselda, which Aero put me on, and they're fucking, they're great. You, like, you should know. I should yeah. I think to tell you y'all should be coming into this podcast knowing. And if you don't know, check them out. These guys are amazing. Like I, I, was about to, I thought you was gonna say that, you know, I was about to cringe so bad. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I was about to make, I was about to clown you, bro. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I was just saying, like, y'all need to check them out. It's like said Griselda, Benny the Butcher, Conway. And uh, fuck, Freddie what's Gibbs, Rick Ross, Hit Boy. But yeah, this this so. Like, what did you not, go, so why did you like the intro so much? I do. It's just like the one thing about since you put me onto Griselda, and specifically, honestly, Benny the Butcher. I don't know, man. There's just something like, yeah, like every, everyone tends to gravitate towards. It just like, feels like. I'm trying to think of the right words to say. It's just feels real. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, like yeah, like I the mean, shit. I, I could say that with all of them. Well, yeah, for sure, all of them. But then, like Ben, I, like I like his ben tone. Just, of, his tone of voice. Has that, just that that delivery where he makes you 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 really feeling what he's saying when he drops it. To you. Exactly, and like. 
he just has good flow, you know what I mean? They all do. It's just for some reason, like I definitely click more with Benny the Butcher, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's who that's who I start who I was in tune with more when I first got into Brazil. The one time the talk three had dropped. But definitely uh now Westside is my favorite member. And then all these guys in Griselda have top tier production. Like for how fast they're producing it, yeah. It's wild. It's insane. I'm like, cause I remember you like uh But I mean oh. when you're with, when you're tied in with the Alchemist, you can't really miss, can you? Exactly. Like it's crazy how not enough people use Alchemist anymore. Like he was the go-to, one of the go-tos in the early 2000s. See, that's like, so dope that you know that because, like, I wasn't really in tune with it like that. Because, honestly, yeah. this is, to me, Alchemist, when I think of Alchemist, it's now. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I know for a lot of other people, when they think of Alchemist, it's 2000s with and then Mob Deep, his affiliations. Yeah, Mob Deep, uh, freaking, uh, he did a lot with Eminem and G-Unit. Like everybody went to Alchemist back in the day, and it was great. His evolution is definitely underrated and should be discussed about. Oh, for sure. And like and now he works with his, people like Freddie Gibbs, he works his, with uh, Action his, Bronson. His ear for beats is just. And like, and he, his like Griselda in general, like they're out, they're from like that Buffalo area, right? Yeah, and they have a such a good East Coast sound. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And what sounds like the it's it's the genuine the class. It's not the classic '90s golden era sound. No, and it but it's definitely it's definitely rooted from there and branched out to what they've done. You you know know what's funny? It this sounds like what the New York sound should have sounded like. In the mid to late two thousands, like because uh, what I mean, I what think I, mean burden, is, I think burden of proof definitely sounds like that. Because what I mean is like this music the, that Griselda's putting out, especially Benny the Butcher, is like it's so New York, and like you said, it's not exactly the old school New York, but it feels like the next step of it. Where after like Nas and all them, like New York rap just kind of like. I don't want to say disappeared, but oh, it's a, like no one well, really I mean, cared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, Biggie, Jay, Nas, like they're, obviously they're still around. Not Biggie, but uh, after that, that they had that sound, raw hip hop, like raw beats, and that shit was great. And then, and it what? just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it did. And it, there's, I mean, it's obviously not. It's not like stream the most or nothing like that. There's still definitely people, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are unaware of Griselda, surprisingly. But they've definitely brought a different eye on them than usual. I mean, name me, an, name me like another underground like group that gets nominated for a BET award. Oh, and I'm not, not, and I'm not, and I'm not saying BET awards matter because I don't use that. No. Like <laughs> they, they don't mean shit. I'm not saying that as an artist that validates anything, but I'm just saying that shows the public the publicity of where they're at. You get what I mean? Oh, for sure, for sure. And like the, like, the fact that even a a big network like BET even is looking at these grimy, brick talking spitters. 
You know what I mean? And they've never tried to cater to a sound. They've never tried to make this accessible. Either you fuck with the sound or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, that's what I appreciate the most. And that's why I think the buzz is it's, 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 it's dope. It's dope to see. It's really dope to see. So on Burning the Proof, did you heard it like three times? Yeah. Anything, anything stood out to you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, track eleven, wall paint. Conway's verse. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta see. Y'all gotta stop sleeping on my boy Conway. Y'all gotta <laughs> stop sleeping on my boy Kanye. Con- Kanye. Conway. Conway. <laughs> Conway is on a streak this year, and this verse solidified it most on the Benny Fridge project because he's all, he's usually like towards the end on Benny project because he was at the end of Times Three, but this one in particular was just like damn because as someone who's a fan of griselda for for a couple years since 2017 now year after they came that i heard of them which they haven't even been around that long right like no they've only been around for four years as an as a griselda as a group they've been dropping music since 2000 early but now as a griselda affiliation yeah this is, they've only been around since 2016 i believe i might be wrong though but um yeah when he was like i'm at a rock nation party smelling like chronic smoke ho said you the boy i get acknowledged by the goat i'm like damn bro to see to see how far it came and it's just, it's just super real because i'm not saying this verse is is like like metaphor wise or like he's he's, he's spazzing lyrically but just the outlook he's going on this, each bar is hitting you, just like you think about Benny. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just that emotion he brings on it, and it's, it's wild, bro. Especially since Conway, you can tell he's probably been through the most once he got popped. You got she. That was like that. That was definitely a life changing moment in his life. So, to see what to this verse, probably my favorite feature. Probably my favorite feature on on the podcast. On the podcast, on the album, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a standout for me. And I also want to say the production on the record with Freddie Gibbs. What was it? One way flight. One way flight. Yeah. I was kind of scared. I'm not gonna lie. When uh, when Timeless dropped, I was kind of scared because uh, I didn't like that beat. And then they they said it was a Watch the Throne uh, throwaway. Uh, I didn't like the beat. Oh, is it? Was it a Watch the Throne throwaway? Yeah, they they were supposed to go with it, but they didn't end up putting it on. And I can see why. <laughs> it does kind of like right now. I'm, I'm listening to it a little bit. It does kind of sound like a throwaway J beat, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably like Timbo or something. I don't expect it from Hit Boy though. But there's two beats on this that are actually like make you not want to listen to the song. Uh yeah. real quick. So that I know you you're a you're a title boy. Uh they got that on they got they got the producers on title. Yes, sir. See they don't got that on Spotify, man. Like that kills me. Like, I got like Yeah, it does that I, I definitely that's another like, that's one, like But I, it's this I, whole thing's produced by Hitboy though. The whole thing's produced by Hitboy. You didn't know okay. that? Okay. No, yeah, I don't but know this is the hip boy and Benny like collaboration. That's why it's kind of like a big thing. He's on every song. Oh, did not mean to play that at all. 
I was kind of surprised to see uh, Big Sean on this uh, album, honestly. Did you like his verse? It's okay. I mean, I went into it once, and it didn't it didn't stick out to me. But I I remember when I heard that, I was like, "Huh, he, Big Sean don't sound like an artist they would collab with, or that he yeah. would collab with." You know I what think, I mean? Honestly, I think because Little Wayne kind of just took over that record. Yeah, he made a bad beat good, and he just outshined both of the both of the people on there. That was that was a that was a dope 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 feature. I, I liked the uh, the Dom Cam- Dom Kennedy feature on Over the Limit just because again I only heard it once but like I'm a big Dom Kennedy fan and like he's a dude that I I followed him for years and I was like oh he's gonna blow up and he never did like not to the level where I think he should have you know what I mean that okay um is that one of your favorite so- tracks well they're definitely one of the ones that I remember honestly when uh. Ooh. Do you have lesson. like your favorite records of first impressions? I mean, the intros by by far my absolute it's always, favorite. It's always the first one, dude. It's always the first record. Over the Limit was a, a standout, and Warpaint was also a standout, and that's just because anytime Griselda gets together, they usually put a great song out, you know. And I think putting West on Just a Hook was perfect. I would have wanted a verse as a Griselda fan, but as a music fan, I think. The the chorus was perfect. That's all we could. That's all we kind of needed for him on this record. Yeah. But uh, first the thing that held this back for me were the as I said the timeless beat and over the limit. Oh really? That's funny. Yeah. That's one of the ones that that's like I said. That's one of the ones that stuck out with me because I'm like I'm a huge Dom fan. You don't see Dom on much stuff. Anyways. And I'm not. And I have. And Dom honestly was enjoyable. I'm not putting. I'm not putting. <laughs> the, I'm not putting the blame on Dom or Benny on this one. I think. Uh, I think my. I think my boy hit boy. Uh, oh, you didn't even like the beat on this I, one. I didn't like the beat at all. That's wild. I didn't I like love, the. Beat at I all, love this beat, bro. man. I can't stand this V. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like that's so to this wild. V. I listen to this V and I'm like, oh, I just don't. It just it just sounds so bland. It sounds like there's a climax, but he never reaches to it. Yeah, it's, just, it's the because the lyrics are there. He's you know he's spitting you know live on the block. We came to remind those who forgot me. I really bagged open Versace like he's. He's aggressive all the way, but it's just I don't like this beat. <laughs> I guess that's, that's all it is. And I love, I love, I actually really like Don Kennedy's verse. Like that, that, I mean, the verse is nice because I love how they drop the drums when Dom comes in. So it kind of it's kind of like, oh, you got to listen to this. Like you really got to listen yeah, to this. Yeah, like, for I, sure. I like when producers do that. You know and what I'm I mean? Glad, and I'm glad. Uh, What's it called? Dom Kennedy is being recognized with Benny, and he's on this record to be put on with them in the scene because Dom Kennedy has has his own scene too. But to see these two collab is definitely something I've been wanting to see. But I probably would have wanted it to see <laughs> it over an Alchemist beat. I mean, that would that easily would have been a, nicer. A you know, or a murder beast, you know what I mean? Or even, even if even like a Metro, bro. To be honest, I I I don't think Hit Boy Hit Boy just 
he he ruined me on that record. But that's the only that's the that's the main gripe I gotta say about this album was that yeah. one specific beat. <laughs> that's just, so crazy. It's like an asterisk. Like I look at the track list and that song just has an asterisk on it because I never listen to it. Cause I can't. I just can't listen to the beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, it's everyone got their opinions, man. Like but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you because there's like it's funny that you brought it up. Like, I'm not a big uh What's his name? Like Metro Boomin, I'm not big on his production. To be honest, I think it all sounds the same to me. We should review uh, 21's album too. I I have to listen to it. I I, I started into the so real quick. I mean, any any real quick. What, what, we I want. I do want to talk about 21 real quick. But any any other words thoughts on Burden of Proof? Um, I think. I think it's a it's an it's a it's a solid project. I want to call it amazing. You know, it's an amazing project. Uh, maybe maybe over uh, over the limit just wasn't my beat. But uh, besides that, it's a Benny project, and I definitely yeah. see when they say like, because you you know a lot of the, a lot of people are saying people, this is like a modern day reasonable doubt, and oh, I, I could see that, it. they said that about burning the proof. Yeah, they said that about burden of proof because the well, because burden of proof is like a like a court term. Yeah, and so is reasonable doubt. And the 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 flow of the album, honestly, I I feel it. I if it sounds like a post two thousands Rockefeller project production wise. It definitely sounds like a Rockefeller project for sure. You know what I mean? And and I love it. And honestly, it's kind of weird that I. I th- that I don't love it more than I feel like I should be. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think with music, you stuff has to grow on you. Like, yeah, there's very, sure. there's the very few I'm albums sure. that I love when I first listen to. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that I dislike everything when I first listen to it, but like, it's not like, like oh, I freaking love this. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, a lot of a lot of music, at least for me, like I, I got into a, a good five, six, seven times. Like before, for an album I like, obviously, if I don't like an album, I won't listen to it again. But for an album I do like, like by the fifth see, listen is when I'm like, okay. See, that's the one thing where I differ at. Cause even if I don't like an album, I'll, I'll still, I'll still try to run it like two more times. I think after a third time, if it's not really resonated with me and I'm like in three different type of moods with this or three different types of scenes yeah. with the music then it's probably just not my type of type of music and uh, we've yeah, i definitely to, we've talked this. about this off the podcast but for me the reason it's like if i don't like an album if if i don't like if to me off of initial thoughts that album isn't like a seven out of ten like yeah, i also wanted yeah i want to make that clear again this was it was just a super quick synopsis of Burden of Proof. Yeah. This was, we could have made the whole episode about this, but we're going to really go into it when we start talking about West Side's uh, Shady debut next. Because for well, me, like I said, we talk about, like, I dismiss albums very quickly because just in the point where I am in my life, I don't have a lot of time. And so I'm not going to waste it on listening to something I don't like. You know what I mean? Fair. That's why, like, that's why albums or songs that I think are mid, even if I don't think they're bad, if I think they're mid, I probably won't go back to them because like I'd rather just listen to something I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, or some, 
fair. or something new at least. Or unless someone, unless like someone's like, "Hey, bro, you, you should run that back." So something. I haven't listened to Savage Mode too, but I saw that he dropped a chopped, not slop, pretty much a chopped and screw version, and that's fucking awesome oh, to me. Fire. Because, because I. Dude, when I when I was younger, when I was like in middle school, going to high school, like I was deep into Texas rap and chop and screw as well. Like, like I loved that shit. Like, I was I was big on on Two Chains in 2012, and Two Chains dropped his pro his based on a true story project, Chopped and Slop, and I had ex- accidentally bought it because I thought it was like an alternate cover because cause that cover has like a purple jacket. Yeah, and the regular cover deluxe has a red jacket, and I got the purple one because purple is my favorite color, and it looked harder. And I was low key like, I don't know, I was like upset at first, and then I kept listening to it. I was like, this is kind of cool, you know what I mean? But I was in like middle school, you know what I mean? I didn't really know much about the scene at all. That's and- that's so funny to me because it's I'm almost in a similar route. Where when I was in the first time I learned to chop and screwed was uh was uh, I'm pretty I'm like ninety percent sure it was a three six mafia album. That's hard. And then I remember because like you said it's like the the chop and screw is usually purple like it's discolored it's not the same color as the main album and like what is this is this like a remix is this like new songs. I get it, and I listen to it, and I'm like, "This isn't whoa, this is weird." And it took me a few listens to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because obviously the intent of the original intentions is you're supposed to be on lean on some kind of drug. Yeah, but well, it's, it's fun. I don't, I don't do that stuff, but I yeah. do enjoy listening to Chopping Screwed. It's funny because, um, when this had dropped. A lot of people were like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I mean? And and a lot of people were like, "Cause chopped and chopped the chopped and screwed hasn't really been a big thing, thing. no in the game for a minute." And Twenty One and Metro, they have this. They're on a big scene right now. They got a lot of people watching them. So when they dropped it, there was a lot of cats who had no idea what it even was and like just were like this is trash yeah i saw some tweets of people are saying like this isn't it i'm like because you don't know what this is that's exactly. why you know what I mean? exactly <laughs> and you can't you can't really explain to someone what it is unless you know what it is you know what i mean and i mean and i don't blame them I'm like if i grew up For in sure. this if For i grew sure. up in this era i don't know if i would like it you know what i mean like yeah i'm not i'm not blaming them either I just think it's funny how I just think it's ironic because a lot of people like 21's music but don't realize where 21 musics can essentially come from. You yeah. Know I mean? But uh, yeah. But yeah, so, I haven't heard it yet. I've heard the first like three tracks and not, not even on the original version, on the Chop Not Slot version. But I will listen. Like, I'm not a big Savage fan, but I do enjoy his music enough where. I will, I will listen to Savage Mode too. Drake has a cool verse on there. I fuck with the verse. Like I said, I, I like I like Twenty One enough for I'll listen to it. 
Like when it first right. dropped, I wasn't like, oh shit, the new 21s that I got into it. I don't like them that much, but I'm like, okay, cool. If I hear good things, I'll check it out. You know what I mean? For sure. So, I think we should we should review his project. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, we'll see if we got if it we'll see if what we it. got if we got time, yeah, on that one. Eventually, yeah. I I'll have to listen to it. For sure. Cause I also I, don't want to, and I'm not saying I'm gonna hate it, but I also don't want to review albums I'm gonna, I hate. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like I, don't like an album. I think it's okay to say you don't like the album. You know? No, I, mean? I know, but I'm saying I don't want to do like an in-depth review on an album, an album I don't like. like. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll it. see. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to listen to it, and we'll, we'll we'll circle back to 21 down the road. You know, for sure. For sure. All right, uh, man. So take take we, it away. We get into uh, who made the sunshine. Yes. All right. So we have Westside Guns Shady debut for who made the sunshine. I've I didn't know. Th- I didn't know this was a shady de- the shady debut. Yeah, this was released under uh, Shady Records. Uh, Griselda had what was she gonna do? Which dropped, I think, a couple uh, last year or two yeah. Years I remember that one was. I I just assumed it was like a slaughterhouse thing where. As a group, oh. there there was shady, but individuals, they're they're their own. You know what I mean? They're wherever yeah, they're. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. As now, they're Griselda on what was she gonna do? I tend to forget what years these projects tend to drop. They dropped so many, but well, whenever when was she gonna do? Uh, what was she gonna do? Dropped. That was like their first shady debut debut as Griselda. And this is his solo Shady debut. Uh, there's no samples. I think that that's what they said. There's no samples on this record. So everything on this is sample free and like strictly created from the mind. And it makes sense because usually it's hard to get those sample clearances through the label. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think it makes it just that much more impressive because some of these beats are super, super dope. Uh, Dude, like the production on this album is phenomenal and like i say all the grizzola has great production but i specifically enjoyed the production on this album it's because wes's ear for production is it's it's the best side of the three to be honest and he's as far as curator wise and how he's able to assemble these projects it definitely stands out in the other three as well especially like like pray for paris yeah the sunshine and then we got awesome god 2 earlier this year that's three albums and then we're still expected to get one more with him in mad lib like the the production on this is like really like the best word is to me to describe it is grimy like yeah well you could just that that best word to describe griselda you know if pretty yeah, pretty much, but specifically the production on this album. And what I love about the production is like to me, it sounds like the the, the beats are like simple, but I don't mean that as a disrespect. I don't think they were made simply, but they're they sound simple. And that like to me, that's a genius behind it where the, it doesn't it doesn't sound overproduced. It doesn't sound like oh let's throw pianos guitars like all this shit all over it it's like it sounds super simple but i know whoever made these i'm sure it was like not simple though you know what i mean yeah well that's yeah that's where the beauty lies in the simplicity of this beat the whole scene this entire scene of that that type of production is 
it's it's it, 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 it's it's something, man. But uh, we had the the sunshine intro, which he usually does on his projects for his debut. Yeah, and it's usually just like some talking, some motivation, some 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 game to put you on before you enter this this uh the life of West Side that he likes to put you through through each of his projects. And it definitely gets you in that mood because I I remember when he dropped Awesome God is a, a Fly God is an Awesome God one, and he did the same thing. But Raekwon was on the intro. I was like, damn, I can't wait till we get into this. And A Rashid, he's been on he's been on uh, what was Shin Gun do intro I think, and then he was also on Awesome God two, which dropped this year's intro as well. And yeah. he, he just has that 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 sound. That like that talk where it's just like authentic, you know what I mean? And that it's always it's always dope to see the intros like that. Initially, there was a track list that had leaked, and apparently uh, the intro was supposed to be called the uh, Words from Hove, and we would have gotten that. That would have been a different level, but for sure, I'm glad to see that there's still an intro like this. Yeah, that, that's what he class. That's what he does best. What did you think of the intro? Oh, it's, it's cool. It's like like you said, it's just talking pretty much, but it's not it's not bad though. Like I don't mind talking on track because it's just like when they're actually saying something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then with like I said with the beat, it's, it's kind of like an off key piano with uh, a little bit of like a drum. It's For cool. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, the thing that makes it dope is what comes after it. Oh, you like the, I mean? yeah. The 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 transitions they usually do between the intro and the second song, it's always gonna be something super hard hitting out of the way. Like same thing they did with George Bondo, and then same thing they did with um, uh, sensation uh, sensational Sherry, I think it was called. And it's just, it was just to hear that beat come on for the butcher and the blade. Derringer is, is just he's he him and Beat Butcher, they they're like peanut butter and jelly, man. Yeah, dude, like and you're right, like I said, because once uh the butcher and the blade hit, like oh I'm, I'm like, okay, okay, cause like like I said, you you put me on on uh all these guys, and then I listen to like I would say I prefer Benny, but I actually the funny thing is I think I like more West Side projects. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Like I the, because uh-huh. I love Benny's lyricism, but I just rather listen to West Side's music. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's definitely how I feel with this album. It's definitely one of my favorite projects of the year. But yeah, then once once they got into the second track, the Butcher and the Blade, the names alone is like super witty with the wrestlers yeah and that's that's another thing like i said i'm a i'm a wrestling fan and i love that specifically Westside names a lot of his songs at the wrestlers yeah and, and it's, it's funny because if you're not a wrestling fan you wouldn't know the butcher and the blade you wouldn't you you wouldn't and it's funny because the butcher and the blade is a wrestling group from buffalo who debuted in buffalo too yeah so it's like because i'm like you, and it, baby it, it, is a butcher so like you really wouldn't know you know what i mean it just it just it just shows like how 
how much depth they actually put into this. You know what I mean? Like there's oh, not sure. they're not just like like clever play with words. All the butcher, all the wrestler. Like there's like there's stuff that lies under it, and it's pretty dope. One thing that has grown on me, which is funny because I'm sure you'll remember, like, if you haven't listened to any of the Griselda, they do a lot of gun noises and, like, not like actual gun noises, they do with their mouth, so, like, boom, 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 boom. And I used to hate it. Like, <laughs> I, used, I, used, I used to hate it. Like, I used to, like, oh, it's so, they do it too much. It's annoying. I like it now, though. Like, <laughs> it, it grew on me now. You know what I mean? It's not even that I like it now, it's more like it needs it. Each song, if it doesn't have it, it almost <laughs> feel like a Griselda song. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the point where I'm at with these ad libs. Like, yeah, and like, I mean, a lot, like, rappers need good ad libs. And again, I didn't like it at first, but I like it now. And you're right; it doesn't sound right if it doesn't have it. Who had the best verse on uh, Benny the Butcher? Yeah, Butcher and the Blade. Oh, Butcher, no, sorry, the and Butcher. He, and he and the Butcher. Good shit, bro. Uh, I would say Benny, for me. Mm-hmm. Who would you thought had the better? Um, I like Wes's flow when he started off. He's like, AOP7 had the fetish for the Mac 11 since an adolescent learning lessons, got my shot perfected, oops, beheaded. Like, the way he, like, be chopping some of these rhymes. It's be, it be slept and it, it be slept yeah. on, and it be like I be getting like some ghost face like type of vibe. So I think, I think I might have to give West this one for sure. He, he said it's they, a lot. It's more clips in the peacoat, and that's a good comparison because these, like I said, and that's Griselda reminds me like an evolved uh, Wu Tang. You know what I mean? Certain members of Wu Tang, obviously not. No you doubt. know what I mean? No doubt. I mean, that's who gave him the torch. Yeah, and you hear it in the music, and that actually that's honestly the best comparison. Like a lot of their music reminds you of Thirty Six Chambers. Like it's yeah. just raw, raw yeah. raps. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I can feel that. Like I never thought about it until right now when you said it. Like I'm like Ghostface. I'm like honestly, just in general, a lot of their music reminds me of. Like well, stuff Wu Tang would have made when they first came out. If you listen to, if you listen to, um, what's it called, Doctor Birds, which was on Will Shingun do, and yeah. you listen to Only Built for Cuban Links. Uh, what song was it? I think it was Ice Glaciers. Ice Glaciers. Those those beats, like, you can get the same feeling from, but Griselda brings like a different feeling from it. So you should run those two sometime today just back to back to back and yeah you'll know you'll know what i'm saying yeah i'm at to i have to check it out i'll write it in the, in the thing so you remember the name yes i, I yeah i and, just I, I just like benny's flow man i don't yeah, know benny, yeah benny benny's wild benny's wild what's it called um we after uh the butcher and the blade was done Excuse me. We got Ishka Babbles, and we got uh, we got Black one of the Dog. Best, one, I must say, one of the best features in this Black entire album. Dog proving to us why he is a top five lyricist, but we can talk about that another podcast. But um, 
Yeah, for sure. Him and another feature have my eyes on. Uh, definitely. <laughs> it's so, man. The features on this project are amazing, though, dude. I so, think. Oh, real quick. They are great. There's. There, there's some features, and we'll get to when we get there, that let me down a little bit. But overall, these are great features. My only issue is I think he has too many, considering this is, quote-unquote, his final solo album. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred more solo tracks. You Fair. Know what I mean? Fair. It, and it's not but... a knock on the features. I'm just saying, just like if it's your final solo album, it ha- this album has a lot of features, like a lot. And I agree a hundred percent, but he also gave me "Pray for Paris" earlier this year, mm. and he also gave me "Awesome God" too earlier this year. Which and are in great. all for those projects, he is definitely rapping more than he is on this project, and he's oh, definitely for sure. more of a standout dude. That's why I'm not too mad. I would honestly be kind of upset with that too if this were the only project he had dropped all year. You That's know what I mean? true. I guess you're right. Like, and it's like to see where he's at curator curator wise, and like as far as like where he's at musically and who he's get, able to put together with these songs. I think it's more like a this is this is us, and this is what I'm putting on to the label, and this is what I'm gonna put out to the people for the masses. Yeah, and I, I want to put my people on, and I want to put the people that inspired me on, and I want to put the producers that put me on, and I want to, I want this to be the project to come from the label. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, I mean, especially since it being mastered from by a young uh, by Guru, uh, Jay's um, mixer, who's usually mixing production. It's yeah. Like, it, it's more like a this is this is this. It's like a like a farewell like a beautiful like a like a gracious end you know what i'm saying and i and that's why i really think this is one of my favorite projects of the year yeah but yeah ish ishka bibbles whatever what ishka bibbles ishka bibbles there you go it's like a it's a store in buffalo i think okay i I don't know what it is (laughs) i don't even know how to say it when i saw the name but like i think we don't get and it's funny because of what we're going to talk about next week but we don't get enough black thought, honestly. And we never did, honestly, to be honest with you. Never. Never. And to see him come out like this on a rarity like this, to come out with West Side over a Derringer beat, giving us some of his best bars. You know what I mean? Like who else can ignite that from him? Yeah, because I like this track, like I ran back Black Thoughts. Verse like three times, I think the first time we into it. Me too, bro. Me too. I couldn't get past the album until I had <laughs> that whole song like four times. And I think that's the only one I did it with on this album, to be honest with you. Uh, and not that, not that no other verse or song had was worth it, but I was just I was sure. trying to get through the album. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. But the when when Black Dot came out, I was like, okay, I gotta run it back. Kind of like anytime Lupe gets on the track, I always gotta run that back. You know what I mean? Uh, for sure. Yeah, his his he was just on like and standing purple rain like Prince in Apollonia, playing like Chilean sea bass in Patagonia. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like bro, and it's just so hard hitting over this classic Derringer production, 
and uh, beet rooter is just like cherry on top. So that's it's, definitely one of my favorite records for sure too. It's so crazy. It's always crazy to me, dude, that like the Black Dot and just the Roots in general are a music band on the on the Jimmy Fallon show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because that's such a that's, <laughs> they're like, such a conscious they're, one of the best lyricists in hip hop and just. Uh, roots in general just a great band and they're like a, a just a, a just a, a backup band on a late night show it's just wild to me you know what i mean it's funny because i bet a lot of people go on that late night show and they're like oh they're just a backup band you know what i mean they're not yeah. but they're yeah not, they're not aware of how great these these guys are these guys hold all right here you know what i mean so like, black- it's just crazy to me you know yeah, it's wild. It's dope though, yeah. It's dope to see him on this. I'm glad he's on this. One oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So many quarterbos on this. Um, after that, we got uh for the fourth record. Um, I was really this was the this is the record I was really waiting to do to discuss. Oh, really? Yes, this was the this was the record I've been trying to see where you're at with it, and I and I wanted to know what you think about it before I discuss it. And yeah, all praises uh, featuring Jada Kiss and Boldy James, produced by The Alchemist. I like this album track a lot, and I love love Jada on this. And it, I don't know, and it's again, this goes back to Black Thought. It's not on the same level, but like I don't listen to a lot of Jada independently. But every time I every time I feel like Jada jumps on a track. He goes in, you know what I mean? He has such a unique voice. He has a unique flow. And I like, like I said, this goes for the whole album. I like the simplicity of the beat. And this is Prime Alchemist to me. Like, this, the production on this and hearing Jada on it. And I'm trying to remember, like, I'm kind of going through the song a little bit now. Like, Jada's the thing was pot stuck to me the most with this track. And that's a, that's super fair. That's super fair because Jada's verse, honestly, I wouldn't be mad comparing like Jada's verse is shorter. I'd give the edge to Black Thought, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Black Thought has the best feature in this album. But I think Jada's right there, bro. But Jada's isn't I didn't I didn't run this one back multiple times, but it's one that stuck out to me that when I finished the album, I'm like, I need to get back to that Jada verse. Like it was bro, nice. Everybody's vote now. They want us to vote now. COVID 19, that's a stamp on the dope now. They... I mean, I could say it and it'll sound cool, but when Jada can say it, it'll just—it's just—it's another feeling. It's another feeling. Only he, that delivery is untouchable, dude. Yeah. Whole presence on this record is—it's underrated. What is and uh, what did you think of? Before we talk about the chorus, what did you think of Boldy James's hook? I mean, uh, verse. I mean, it's—it was cool, like. Are you are you a bold are you a boldy fan? So I know who I know I know Boldy, but I don't listen to Boldy, honestly. Like mm. I I'm a huge Boldy fan, man. Boldy's Boldy got a project in my top ten of the year so far. Impressive. Oh really? Yeah. See that's the thing. I've heard I would say maybe like four or five Boldy songs. I've never heard a Boldy project in its entirety. I can argue with you that 
Baldi has the top three projects of Griselda in the year. Maybe top two. I mean, maybe I gotta check it out. I don't like that. I haven't and that, and that and that says a lot because there's been a lot of projects this year. There's been a lot of projects. We got Kanye Conway's debut, Shady debut. Got Benny's uh, Hit Boy collaboration. We got West Side Shady debut along with two other projects. We got the Liz's debut. And Boldy, that Alchemist tape, him and Boldy, man, there's something else. I'll have to check it out then. You should check out Boldy. But uh, this uh, this verse is definitely just super solid, what I expect. He's just speaking to you, telling you where, what what he sees and what he's gone through. And it's it's super raw. I love it. I like the hook on this song too, though. <laughs> you did you like it? Did you like it off the bat? Yeah, like, like I said, it's like this feels. Like I said this is Prime Alchemist, like, and I love it. And him just like kind of singing in the hook. Uh, I like it. That I, was, I was just vibing. I was just vibing to it when it when it came on. <laughs> that hook, dude. When it came on, when I was listening to the album in my room for the very first time when it dropped, I was like upset. Oh, I, really? <laughs> I, was, I was like, huh? Praises to the most high. <laughs> I don't know. It, and this way, I think sunshine to the night. Look, bro. When it first dropped, I was like, dude, they gonna clown me for this. Cause I put cause I I, I got a lot of, I got I always like I'm a big uh coast uh I, I got a co-sign for West Side Gun. I, I I'm a huge fan of his music and people are aware of that. And I was just like, dude, I don't I don't I don't get it. But that's what it was. I didn't get it because when I woke up the next morning and then I ran it back, it clicked. And it's probably my favorite hook on the whole album. That hook is that hook is fire. Like I said, for I haven't heard as much as you, so they're really this is the only hook that stood out to me, and not because it was the best, but it's just unique. You know what I mean? Sure. I just I just never seen West Side go like that right with it, and I think it sounds dope, man. I was I'm I'm a big fan of this record. That's another this is this is this Kababbles and All Praises are one of my favorite records on here. I mean two of mine. But yeah, same favorite. Cause I have a particular song. Oh me too. Like there's one and we'll get to it. There's yeah, one song I played like seven times in a row when I heard it. I don't I don't I don't know what it is, but I, I, I don't know if you, I've said I have the same one and I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, like, I, don't like you, I don't think you're gonna expect it, bro, to be it might not be the same one, but yeah, there's one song that really stuck out to me, but we'll get to it. Well all praises. So all praises was fire for sure. I think I think I think he's three for three right now with these records. And then we oh, have, I agree. We got coming in with the fifth track. Be another Beat Butch and Derringer production with Big Boshes. I think that's how you say it, or Big Boshes. This felt this felt more like an interlude, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it, it was. It's cool. It's nice. It sh- it was short though. He always does it. He always does like these little quick sample loops, flips, and then he'll just do a little like verse on it, and then it'll be it. Like when but, when rappers do stuff like this, it always feels like 
he liked it, but there wasn't enough to make a full song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he he probably heard the sample or not the sample. He heard the the little snippet of this. And he's like, oh, that's kind that's kind of nice. I'll, I'll probably drink a little. I think one- like, I think when he does something like this, I think I can be completely wrong, but I think he likes the sample a lot, and he just wants to do something quick where where he just wants the sample to be on there for a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that yeah, that's what I usually see tend to see because a lot of his quick samples it contains like a female like loop, but this one was a little different. And I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of this one. And Big Boss is also a clothing store in Buffalo too. Just for mm, okay. So it's it's spread it throughout the album. Um, yeah, it was cool. There's really not much to say about it. No, nah, it's so short. Like. There is no nothing memorable stuck out to me for that song. That's not a bad thing. It's a minute and forty seconds. You know, I mean, he's he's just killing you. He's killing you the whole song. Yeah, he's killing you the whole time. Glock next on my nuts. Balenciaga's oversized. My third eye open. You know why? Drives Van Noten. Bust a brick open. Yeah, I mean, dude's just brick bars for days. But I mean, it's, it's 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 solid record. And uh, number six, we got um, we got a we got a special song featuring Armani Caesar, produced by the Alchemist again, introducing his tag. Where I, I remember when I first heard the Alchemist tag on the other record, I didn't really hear it at first because I didn't know if it was a tag or not. And yeah, then I came on here, and I was like, oh, Alchemist got a tag. And I got to say, man, this is my favorite song on the whole project. I am shocked. But <laughs> but I love this song as well. Like Armani is her voice is just great on this. It's so soothing in the best possible way. You know what I mean? Armani's vocals on this was just so left field for me and it was just so good where it was like oh my god i did not see that coming and the way she slid into that alchemist beat and it was just like so slow and melodic it's definitely moon music for sure that for me i play that shit anytime and i love it that 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 record is my favorite record on the whole thing. And I know a lot of people might hold it back for one reason. And I don't know. I don't know if you you know where I'm getting at. But, no, I don't. Uh, I would say West Side's verse. Because honestly, dude, I oh, think I could. That's I funny gone, that you say that. I could have gone the whole song with just Armani. It's so funny. I literally was about to say this. Like, I honestly kind of would have preferred this. This was just Armani. Like, if he just let her, like, here, have this one spot in my album. You know what I mean? That would have been dope, man. That would have been dope. Because like, I mean, I, 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 artists do that all the time. You know what I mean? Where very true. But they just like it so much that they just let another artist or singer just like here, just have this. But the reason I'm gonna tell you what though, the reason this verse makes sense. Is because it, it, I don't know if you've listened to his Hitler, uh, Hitler with Hermes series mixtapes. He, uh, I've, I've heard them all, but I've heard uh, at least he, half of them. He's super like it, it, it's always about like some female, and he's just 
always saying that he got these derogatory terms and he's just laying in like, come here, bitch. And he's just like, there's a lot like this is this, this isn't the first time he's done a verse with this type of content. And he's, he's like, got me. Yeah. Fuck, got me fucking from the back with my foot on your neck. I got your shit clapping. And it's funny, bro. I ain't gonna lie. This shit funny as fuck. These lyrics are <laughs> hilarious. He said, he he said, for every time you squirt, take a thousand. Like, <laughs> this, shit, he, this shit is funny, but he always. That's wild. <laughs> he's got, he, he's, he's, but he's done this before. And I don't, I'm not mad about it that it's on the Shady debut. Cause like I said earlier, it feels like uh, everything we've done is for this moment right here. So I'm going to put the most disrespectful fucking uh, filthy uh, verse on this shady big industry record label album. Yeah. And they're going to let me release it. You know what I'm saying? Because usually labels are like, hey, nah, bro, we, we got to sell. You know what I mean? We got to reach these. Nah, this is literally like. Hey, y'all get in the stew. Y'all get the producers y'all want. Y'all make the bars y'all want. Y'all do the content y'all want. Y'all do the art y'all want. And y'all y'all gonna do this right. And y'all gonna do whatever. And this is gonna be released. So. And this... And I know we're talking about uh, the album, but like, this is what more labels need to do. It's just... You sign an artist because you he has hype but he has a hype because he has their, he has their own sound. So why not let the artists make the album they want to make? You know what I mean? For sure. Like multiple artists over the years have had issues with their labels because they sign with the label. Then the label's like, no, you got to have the the radio song, the smash hit. I'm like, you sign these artists because they created a buzz for themselves with no help, essentially. So why not let them continue that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that label discussion, that can be a whole another conversation. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying, like, I, I enjoy that. Yeah, no like, doubt. Zelda, you could tell yeah. that they are allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure, sure they made sure to sign those contracts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because they didn't want. Because, like. If they, if they would have not known what they were signing. Like a knock, not a knock, but kind of a knock at Shady. Like when they signed Slaughterhouse, yeah, yeah. Slaughter didn't. They didn't sound the same. They weren't commercial, but they also weren't what made them. And they were in a weird middle spot where they're slightly commercial songs, but they still were killing it with the lyricism. But it's just it didn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you have to. You gotta kind of like pick your poison. And I'm glad now, second time around, Shady signs a, a rap group, and this time like allows them to do what they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because I think there's like two different deals. I think they're under like a management deal with Shady. Uh huh. That works with like a record deal. I'm not sure, but I don't know. Regardless, I'm happy to see it, and it's dope. Yeah, but, but yeah. Liz Loves Luger is that was one of my standout tracks for the for the record for the album and it's all because of Armani. Like yeah, Armani. Yeah, I could have probably done without West too, but I mean I'm not mad it's there, but that's Oh yeah, not- yeah. West is not bad on it. It's just like 
That's my favorite song though. Like Armani's a, a that like that song is just a whole ass vibe, and then he comes in like you said with his nasty stuff, and it's like she's it's, it's funny, it's cool. It, it I just would have preferred an all Armani song, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I fuck with. I mean, I know all the lyrics now, but I mean, it, yeah, it, it, I I wouldn't have minded it without it. But it's fire, man. I love that. I love that record. That's the, that's my favorite record on this. And then we're gonna go and get into another interesting feature. Two interesting features on here. I I I don't know. I might have controversial opinions on this one. I hope it's towards <laughs> uh, the last person on the record. And not the second person on this record, <laughs> because uh, if it's on the second person on this record, then we might have a little bit of issues. But I don't think I don't think it's gonna go that way. I hope not. So we got Ocean Prime with Busta Rhymes and Slick Rick, produced again by Beat Butcher and Derringer. And what did you what did you want to say about this record? So I didn't hate the record. I didn't love it as much as I thought I was gonna love it when I read the the features on this one. Because when I saw Slick Rick and Busta Rhymes, I'm like, "Whoo, I'm gonna this 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 she's gonna pop off." And so I get to the Busta verse, and I'm like, "This is cool," but I expected more from Busta. And I get to Slick Rick, and I'm like, "This fucker hasn't changed his." style his flow anything since <laughs> fucking the 80s and i'm like it's cool i like it but dude switch it up man which is so, funny because i i honestly believe slick rick and i just think maybe the beat didn't fit slick rick but i actually think slick rick's second verse on this album is better than this one and that's fair because i was about to say that i think that makes up for his verse on here because his verse was super like it was super like cliffhanger like it left me hanging you know what i mean it was kind of like oh that's what we got and that's how i felt with slick rick's verse but uh i'm not gonna let you do that to buster rhymes um buster rhymes definitely came in with some um some of the best quotables on this album you could argue and his whole i don't know if you've heard he's had a feature with them before with uh on supreme blind tail with bross face blipper uh bross face brippler Nah, and he has that same like same like I mean that's Buster that old school that's old school Buster, yeah, and it's like I love it, man because Buster, Buster has like two there's two Buster rhymes said, there's that one, the raw one, the one that put him on, and then there's the one where he kind of spits a little fast, you know what I mean, like he's all. Like, what's that one yeah. song called? I already forgot what it's called. The one where he just spits on it. Look at me now? Yeah. Yeah. That was a and, fire verse. And, to be, and I prefer this, Busta Rhymes. But actually, I was kind of expecting the, like, kind of like the spitter of Busta. You know what I mean? I think this is the spitter of Busta. What I mean, spitter, I mean more as in, like, like, like more like cadences and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I see. But this, so this this one's more about the lyrics, which I pre- I respect and I appreciate. It just it threw me off because that's not what I thought I was gonna get. You know what I mean? That's fair, but I think yeah, I think I liked it because that's what I knew that what was gonna happen because because of that. Because if you hear the Brossface Brippler on Westside's uh project, 
Yeah. Then, then you'll be like, oh yeah, then this is kind of like you would you would have known what would have came from this. I like Buster's verse. I just thought I, was, I didn't love it like I thought I was going to. But yeah, the Slick Rick verse was just like Yeah, I could have done with the no Why is this on here? Man. I love Slick Rick, man. But uh it was so short and I feel like it was more like hey, wait till wait till, wait till this last wait till number ten. You know what I mean? Wait till we wait till this next one, like a teaser almost. That's what I feel yeah. like. Cause like I said when when this I was kind of angry with Slick Rick. I'm like, why? Like this felt lazy. Like, but like I said, when we get to the second Slick Rick first, he makes up for it. A hundred percent makes 100, it up for it. A hundred thousand percent. But we're not. On and that. I think it, you know what I think it might be. It might also be the beat. Like it didn't go. It it, it yeah. didn't it didn't blend the Slick Rick's like style with the with the beat. It just didn't mix. Yeah, I agree, but I don't know. I, Buster had another one of my favorite features. He said, "Bitches can't manage this D in the morning like I'm Alonzo." Like, bro, <laughs> like, come on, man, this he's spitting. But um, I definitely a huge fan of his verse. These features are something, man. I'm a huge fan of who he's put together, and uh, is that is you guys is that covering for this record? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, to me, West Side, it's like, it's West Side, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I don't, and especially when you're on track with Slick and Busta, my intention is going to be more on Slick and Busta, you know what I mean? For sure. And so, like, I don't really got much to say on West Side's verse, because, like I said, I only heard the album pretty much two and a half times, you know well, what I mean? West's, so West's was short, too. I mean, yeah, all there's. I mean, Bust had the longest verse, right? I would think in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, him because Wes and Slick they weren't that far off for how long they were. So yeah, no, that's about it for the songs. It's a good song. I like it. It's just I could have done without Slick at the end. Busta kind of just put it on for me. Give Wes two two verses and give and keep the Busta verse and and I, I think I would like the song a lot more. Fair, not, not a bad song. It's not a bad song. Fair. It's not. It's more. It's better. Than, it's a good song. I'll say it's, it's not a mid. I won't even say it's mid. It's not mid, because Slick Rick's verse is so short that it's not. Enough, it's not long enough for me to be like, oh, it kind of held the track down for me. Yeah. It's just going in. I was expecting more. For sure. All right, so we're gonna get on to the next record, which is Lessy, featuring another Griselda affiliate with uh, Keisha Plum considered like the poem of the group why did you feel this record this one is even now like i'm i'm, I'm kind of like skimming through it it's one of the like i guess least memorable songs for me because mm-hmm. i'm into it and i'm like i don't really remember this one that much i really fuck with the poem that uh keisha plum wrote I think just that presence she brings on it. I think honestly, I think this I think the song would have been better at the end. Yeah, kind of close out. Yeah, I think this album this uh this I think the placement of this of the song kind of devalues the song a little bit because it comes off of Ocean Prime and it's like right in the middle of Frank Murphy which is amazing. And that might be why I don't remember the song honestly. I really don't remember. I'm listening to it. I'm like I heard the album like two and a half times and I don't remember listening to this song, but I know I did and you know it's what I mean? probably, 
it's probably because it's sandwiched between two great songs, like two good songs. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think I think Leslie would have been. I mean, as much as I think '98 Sabers is a is a dope exit too, I think Leslie would have just been like that that elegant closeout. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, I, I like the record. Uh, she and then they added Westside Pootie for the culture. Westside Pootie's his daughter, by the way. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And that's the person doing. I think she's the one who the did outro. the art. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, she did the dope. art cover too. And then the she was on the outro. That she's like, yeah, I'm still broke. She's yeah. she's usually on his records. Oh, that's nice. I I like when artists do that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that just shows how like, like, like how authentic this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 dope to see. So I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a fan of this record as much as I would have probably liked it at the end. It does hurt it a little bit that it's sandwiched between those two songs, like you said. But uh, I, I like it, man. I, there's not really much to say. Wes Wes did his thing on it. You know what I mean? He does he does his little coke talk again. Don't mind don't mind me speaking coke. I talk it fluent. Word to shingun. I dropped the brick. It came back congruent. Like. Like there's never a boring bar with this guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's it it's dope. See, like I, you can rap the about the same thing in like twenty million different ways, and each one of those ways is just as hard hitting as the other. That's the one thing for me. Like I haven't I didn't do this album enough time where like lyrics sat with me, you know what I mean? And I you're a big time lyric guy. I'm a huge like I love like I listen to the lyrics specifically, but I haven't heard enough where any of them s- s- stuck with me, you know what I mean? Sure. Not a, not a knock on the album. It's just I need to listen to it more than two times so that you really get a grasp of it. No, yeah, yeah, exactly for sure. But yeah, that'll that'll that, that I think that covers that record. I definitely want to. Oh yeah, we're coming out to the last three records of the project. Oh, yeah. strong closeout. Uh, strong. I have nothing but good things to say about the next three songs. <laughs> Like nothing but good things to say. Okay, so we got we got we got Frank Murphy featuring Smoke Dizza, it's the Knack, Stove God Cooks, Flea Lord, produced by Conductor Williams and Obscurate. Eight minutes of pure raw art. So when I saw the track list. And I saw the features on this one specifically, and I saw the length of the track. I'm like, this can go one of two ways. <laughs> I'm like, it could either be like just a mix that just doesn't go, or fucking eight minute track that feels like two minutes, and that's what that was like. When it was over, I was like, oh, I can't believe it's over. Like that, I love this track. Like I love the distortion of the beat of the production on it. Like it kind of gives you like an unsettling vibe, but like in a good way, you know what I mean? I just want to say this first and foremost. Conductor Williams, uh definitely an underrated producer. Cause every time he links up with Wes, it is he always probably has the standout beat for me. It's all and this production right here specifically. Is just it just leaves off this eerie open feeling, and it's just 
I don't even know how to explain it. It's so simple, but yes, so complex, so so hard-hitting at the same time. It's like, how can a producer even come up with this? This is going to be mad random right now, but this just hit me. Like A beat like this is a type of beat in production I expect uh, to hear from an album called Music to be Murdered With inspired by Alfred Hitchcock. Like, that... Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this feels like <sighs> why you gotta bring that album up, bro? I know, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I don't I don't mean to talk bring up Eminem, but like, this uh, sounds like a beat that would be on an album that's called that. You know what I mean? That's what I've been saying, bro. Because it's like it's like <laughs> it's unsettling, it's grimy, it's like the distortion in the in the in the production, which is again done on purpose. And I don't want to get into the whole Eminem talk, but I do want to say real quick, it does piss me off how he dropped that album when he has affiliates like Griselda on his label signed that are known for killing and drug talk. And you didn't, and you got Alchemist and you still didn't put them on the, like. I know, and then you put Ed Sheeran, like. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me, man. album to, called Music to be Murdered With. Just, like, That's wild to me, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you would be you like I mean, if Eminem would absorb this, bro. Like we we we'd probably still have like another like prime Eminem. Maybe, but then I feel like he doesn't want to get called out. Like surround himself with like murder rappers, essentially like drug rappers, and he's not that. You know what I mean? Fair, fair. He's I not think that's funny, why but, he doesn't do it. Because I mean, that's you know he, res- he know he respects this kind of music. You know what I mean? But he has never, but he's never touched this kind of music because he's a white boy. You know what I mean? Like, so I that's what, that's what I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't know shit of what Eminem thinks. But you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. But like Red Man's, he considers Red Man one of his, his favorite rapper. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Either way, this track makes sense. But we want. I want to give some shine to some of these features. Who did you think had? The, the best feature on this. So I'm biased, but for me it's Smoke Dizza, and that's, that's only because I've been a Smoke Dizza fan for years. And that's not the, you, you, that ain't even a bad take, because you that ain't even a bad take because I'm not even like I'm a I'm a big Smoke Dizza fan too, not for like years, probably two years maybe. Yeah, but, uh, I listened to his verse and he definitely left like something there to be heard. But you think Smoke Dizza all the way? For sure, for me, yes. I mean, Wes, I killed it too, and, and he should. This is his niche. Like, this is his. Could you lane. rank? Can I what? Could you rank them? I couldn't rank these. No, I haven't heard enough time to rank this many uh, features. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. If I were to give, uh, yeah, this is um, he had a uh, El Camino, Smoke Dizza, Estinac, Flea Lord, and Stove God Cooks. These are like oh, I'm Buffalo, uh, Buffalo affiliates and yeah. people he's worked with before in Griselda, and it's almost like a. This is the, like I said for probably the fourth time already. This is the this is the record. This is the record label project. So this is probably going to reach more masses than any of my other albums. I want to get some of the people that helped me put me on on come as far as I've came. And he's been he put on people like Stove God Cooks, who are not people are a lot aware of, who has, actually has my, one of my top ten albums of the year in a Reasonable Drought. We yeah. got 
Flea Lord, who uh, he's from Queens, I believe. Yeah, he's from Queens, and he uh, he's another one that moves with them. He was on the plugs I met with Benny, and he always want. He's got some of the most aggressive tone of voice I've ever heard. Uh, Steenak, honestly, he's probably the only one I've never heard of until this song. I'm gonna keep it a buck. He was the he was the one right after uh, Stove God, the second verse. Yeah, he was kind of like that. I don't know where he's from, Puerto Rican dude. And I really like that verse, man. It's just so dope to see all of them come together as one on this. And Al Camino, I'm sorry, go for me. I think the going in and like I'm not too deep with these buffalo rappers like the only ones i've heard before coming into this was smoke Dizza, el camino uh and flea lord like i've never heard of uh sd knack or even stove god cooks i'm sure i've heard of stove god cooks i'm sure he's been on other projects with these guys stove god was on um fly god too awesome god too oh see i'm that's what i'm saying so i probably i I know i listened to him but it's not a name that like stuck out to me because like you know what i mean yeah, I was actually like waiting for his feature on this project when it dropped. But um yeah, man, this is this is probably my second favorite song on this whole album. This is this is This and, is my second favorite, yeah, for sure. Conductor always Conductor always does his thing whether it's Eurostep on Pray for Paris, Frank Murphy, this man will always. This dude is a killer on the production. So shout out, shout out, Conductor Williams, real quick. And uh, does that cover that? I think so. I mean, like I said, because usually we get into more of the lyrics, but since we didn't really get into it, like the quotables are there. Like if you guys listen to this, y'all know. Yeah, and like I said, in the future for other ones, I will have listened to the album more times so that I can get more in debt with the verses and the lyrics yeah and especially an eight minute song with multiple artists that's one that you really got to listen to a few times to catch there's so much being said it's wrist on bruce banner my click brought a few blammers flea finna make a movie watch me whip on two cameras like bro (laughs) like and it's like every bar like i'm not even just like picking one bar then everything like every bar will be just as hard hitting yeah and it's like I appreciate that man because I'm a huge fan of that. And then smoke this, <laughs> smoke this is funny. He is funny. What did he say? He said he said uh, fly guy. They sent the smoke signal and I peered out the pound. <laughs> Stupid. Like right here, I'm saying another one. Like say I'm underrated. Who made it raining anyway? Hundred million dollar thinker. You won't just pay me anything. Like. Like those, like those, those, those. I love these kind of lyrics. You know what I mean? Like, it is, it's, it's, it's authentic, man. So what? <laughs> next one. Now we got so Frank Murphy second best song. Now we got the second and last before the closing of this project with "Good Night," featuring the one and only Rick the Ruler. Slick Rick produced again by Beat Butcher and Derringer. And to me, this is the opposite of his last uh feature. It was this is Slick Rick on this one was phenomenal. Like when he came out, like, okay, like the it's still similar flow, but like 
I guess I think the just the the beat fits better. You know what I mean? I think I think the storytelling on this is what really makes this song because West we've never like West is always like put his visions on lyrics and showed us. What yeah, he- and this is a story like so I, like he starts like well woke up in the morning. Yeah, but it's never been like a one point to another story ending oh, in this. Yeah. There's a plot. This is these are the characters in this plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like Mona Lisa with Kendrick and Lil Wayne, what they did on that record. Mm, yeah. And we've never we've never really seen artists do like that. And it's and Slick Rick is such a perfect feature. Cause because that's that's his thing, you that's know. His thing, yeah. He's yeah. the one that I'm. I don't know if he's the first one to do it, but he's definitely the one that made that popular. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely something that's memorable by Slick Rick. So, cause he could have got anyone. He could have got Rakim. He could have got Kara's One. He could have got anyone of these '80s rappers and paid homage to the whole decade. But the fact Karis, that he got, Kara, real quick, Kara's One on this beat would have been nasty. Yes. Now that you say it, I, <laughs> I'm a big RS fan too. So, like him on this beat would have been nasty. Or any of these beats, really. He yeah. he doesn't get enough respect. Like, yeah, you but, get, yeah, that Return of the Boomback classic. I remember listening to that in middle school. But anyway, uh, yeah, Slick Rick was just the perfect feature for this song, and to hear Slick Rick get that gritty. It was pretty. It was pretty sick. I ain't gonna lie. It was pretty because because he gets gritty. He's never really gotten like gritty like the way these guys are. You know what I'm saying? And the no, way- no, definitely not. At least if he has, I never heard it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He said with the apprehend gun flying over backyard fence with the shot to his leg, he damn near bust in my crib. He didn't excite. <laughs> Didn't he didn't sight excited tied it hide me hide me boom 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 like bro what? Yeah, I'm, I said this this made up for Slick Rick like yeah all, I was like, all right all right Slick I man I see you I love the way Rick comes in I love the way he kind of just like like tiptoes over the beat I mean that's just that's just his voice you know what I mean that's but like it's great. Yeah, but towards the towards the middle, he kind of gets more aggressive. But in that beginning, he's kind of like yeah. rookie cop fan not having it. Like the way he just like pitter patters on it. And that's why I don't think if it, it it suited the other song, but it suits this song. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I think it was. I think the other song was kind of like here, slick Rick. <laughs> Wait till y'all hear this next one. That's. But I mean, yeah, I could have. This. This is. This is. This one, that's 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 a fire record right there. And like I said, I'm a I'm a sucker for piano on a, on production, you know, like on the beat. It's so it's so mysterious, especially like, this one. And he uses they Griselda uses it well. You know what I mean? Like the and it's funny because they get multiple producers, but all the produ- they like you said West Side has a good ear. They all have a good ear, honestly. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it's for me, uh, yeah, I love this. Like I said, these last three songs are just top tier. This was the first time where, like, I heard a West Side verse, and I finished the verse like, damn. He, the way that story, like, went, and with, like, the people taking his bricks, 
Yeah, and, and they got him back at the end of the night. Going back and then kills him in front of like his family. Yeah. And then he takes the brig back and then yeah. he's like, Good night. I was like, bro, I don't know. Tell <laughs> what you want, man. Maybe I don't care, but that that shit is fire. Oh, for sure. Like I said, I, I love that kind of like kind of stuff, man. It's that is my shit. So I mean, this, this is dope, man. I'm a huge fan of this record. Oh, for sure. This, like this is one of the other songs that I actually, as soon as it was over, I had to play it back because because it was nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> show for show. I think that pretty much sums that record, man. Yeah, for show. And now to my favorite song in the entire. Oh, really? <laughs> Bro, really? Ninety-eight <laughs> Sabers is nasty, man. Just plays. This song, every verse, the production, this song is nasty in the best possible way. Yeah, they all come with it on this one, dude. This song right here is, uh, it's just like, uh, it's kind of like a rollout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, you know what? I'm going to get all, I'm going to get the Griselda, I'm going to get the Griselda members I signed. We gonna get on this just blaze beat. We gonna rap and we gonna ride away on our chariot. You know what I mean? That's what this felt like. Like they were like going into the sun. We gonna give them that one last banger to kill them with it, and then we out. Yeah, the, yeah. to me, where I get where you're coming from, where like something like uh, Liz Liz Love Luger's would have been a great outro song. No, 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 Lessie, Lessie. Oh, Les, sorry, Lessie. You're right, Lessie. This. They just all murder this. You know what I mean? Yeah, this record was just it was you can honestly say any you could say any member had the best verse. I, say, I, I can't rank the and it's not even that I, I heard the song like seven, eight times already, and I can't rank them because they're all so good. Yeah, this one Armani like, though. Armani, this was she was spitting. Armani it's crazy because it's like loaded. Early in the album, she has this beautiful, soothing song, and then over here, she's just freaking bars. You know what I mean? Heavy on the weight, heavy on the cake. I out the same chains that Harriet escaped. Like, bro, she came in here guns blazing with the Griselda crew, and she came to show what the fuck this brand, what this brand is. That's kind of what the, what I got from this outro. Uh, this this was the last song on the project because this is what they felt their brand is, and they put they put the artist on and. Well, up. I'm sure when they made this track, they just, I'm sure West I was like, this is gonna be, like, bring your best verses to this song. For sure, for sure. But I mean, I don't even think he has to say that. You know what I mean? I think. They oh, just, I, know. They, I feel like they always come with that mentality. You know what I mean? But this definitely felt like one where like everyone's trying to one up the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, Converse. Converse is a personal favorite. I don't know. I've really Conway's just been on a streak for me personally. And, yeah, and I'm really, I'm really liking where his, uh, where his sound is going. But he is, he is popping off on this man. Uh, Again, Benny is the one that stuck out the most to me. I'd probably give him the best verse, though. 
RIP to the rappers. I buried, left the trap, and then married. I won a ring on every team. I was like Vanitary. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. oh dude, yeah. I, I love this song. I yeah. love this song. Any and the fact that they put him in the last verse was just like perfect because they know that the weight Penny carries, and to finish it was just like, there we go, there we go. Beef is, yeah. like, beef is yeah. I know where you people stay. I don't flex, but when you least expect it, I send a cleanup crew to each address. <laughs> like I said, to me, oh, this man. this is by you know far, I mean? by far, my favorite song on this album. By far, that's wild. And like, so no disrespect to their songs. It's just they all ate that track up. You know what I mean? That's hard. I didn't see that coming. I lowkey was I thought um I thought your favorite was gonna be the butcher and the blade. Oh no, I I just like I said I like that's the style of rap like I love like the aggressive rap you know what I mean with with the with the aggressive beat to to back it up you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, this is definitely after some time with the project like over two weeks, probably about three weeks now with it. It's it's it's. It's been on rotation for a lot of my stuff, and honestly, one of my favorite projects of the year. I don't know where this ranks in Griselda projects. We should do that too sometime. We should rank yeah. projects, and then we also uh, towards the end of the year we should do that. You know, we got to do the yearly wrap up of projects. Oh, for sure, for That's sure, too. But uh, I gotta say, don't be surprised when "Who Made the Sunshine" is in that list because this album, this album. I feel is a perfect ending, and I'm glad. I'm glad Wes gave us this. If he's so called retiring, I mean, I don't believe it, but if, if either, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get features. But as far as solo work, if this is it, you don't have you don't have someone put out this many projects, and then just one day be like. He may be tired now because he put so many projects, but you could tell, like, so someone that is able to uh, put out this many records, this many albums, and this high quality is just built different. And to me, maybe in a year, maybe two, three years, he's gonna he's gonna have a lot more in him where he's like, oh, I'm itching. We're just doing a verse here and there, or doing like a third of a Griselda album where he's doing verses versus on each out. I don't think that's going to be enough for a man like this, but I could be wrong. For sure. I mean, Jay dropped Black Album 2003. Man assembled every damn producer that was popping in that time, a period of rap. Yeah. Hayes, uh, Timberland, uh, Knife Wonder, Pharrell. He put them all on this magnum opus oh not magnum opus this out uh, this uh, retirement album that was critically acclaimed and is considered one of his best projects and he still came back three years later 2006 kingdom come was it a good idea no i mean <laughs> got 44 out of it so i could argue yes I mean, but <laughs> him coming out of retirement was a great idea i mean I don't like when rapper, I don't like when rappers retire because to me it's like it's not like a sport where like oh his body's breaking down he's not as quick I'm like this is in the brain like 
okay, I don't don't put out an album every year or every other year, but don't say you retired. Just when when you're ready to drop another album, drop another album. You know, fair. Unless they retired. I don't I don't think any artist is ever re- officially right. Like who stays retired? Like no one does. Andre. I mean, I still think we're gonna get an Andre album one day. No, we're not, dude. I you're tripping. We are. You're tripping. Okay, detox. You. I mean, we got Compton. That ain't so. detox. Compton, hey, don't do that. Compton ain't detox. Don't do that. It's not, but it's still a Dre album. So yeah, we still got, we still got another Dre album. Yeah, but it wasn't detox. So I, I know, I know it wasn't. I mean, I want another Dre album. Dre admits it himself. He admits why he never dropped detox because it was never good enough. Yeah, and that's cool. Compton wasn't either. <laughs> No, it wasn't. I like, I like Compton, though. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. I like Compton, but I want to detox. So Compton was just an album where, like, I'm going to get all my friends together and we're just going to put 10,000 10, verses on each song. Hey, I, Eminem had a fire verse and then Kendrick had a fire verse, too. Nip had a fire verse on that album. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no artist ever no no artist has ever stayed retired and yes andre has until he does it you know what i mean yeah but like m same thing with eminem he was retired until he wasn't you know so by that logic is andre not retired until he's dead pretty much yes Fair. Or, until he's like super old and i'm like okay but once he's like 60 70 like okay i don't think he's gonna drop an album now <laughs> <laughs> so you think we got a we got an andre album in the next one I would say we have an Andre album in the next three years. Okay, well, we'll see three years from now. There's been rumors for years that that (laughs) he he has an album, like, not recent rumors. These are old rumors, but, like, there's been rumors that he's had, like, enough songs worth of, uh, to make multiple albums. But he's, he's so, it's just not his passion, which sucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's you know what I mean. And like, that, he's super critical of pun his own music, which like I respect that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And I get it because you don't want to put out terrible stuff. And at the same time, he's also he, he he doesn't like he's just not passionate about making an album. I guess like mm-hmm. he loves music, but he's said it multiple times. He just like it's the same thing with Outkast reunion, like. It never happened because of Andre, and then when it happened, it fell apart because of Andre. Yeah, because he he said it, he just wasn't passionate about it. Like he had the itch to perform, and then when he actually got on stage and started doing it, it was kind of like, uh, I don't really want to be doing this. Yeah, that makes sense. It's unfortunate, but every every time Andre decides to hop on a feature, he fucking murders it. Yeah, it oh yeah, no doubt. You never you you'll never get a disappointed Andre th- feature. Three stacks is just he'll always be that guy. But I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it for uh, yeah. just one one final thing on Andre. What's if we up? finally got a J electronic album, we're gonna get an Andre album. That's all I got that's all I'll say. I mean, we got two J Elect projects in one year, so I mean exactly. you gotta you gotta listen to that. I do. I do. Got to review that one. That's not. That's not a. If we gonna you gonna you gonna listen to it and we gonna review it. Like I said, if we got a J Electronic album, we're getting an Andre album one day. 
We'll see. We'll see. Because I do want to talk about Jay Leg on the in the next podcast, but so much into him. All right, man. So for y'all, if y'all still listening, we appreciate y'all. Any last plugs, Aro? Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually have a debut EP coming out next week with my friend uh, Shane. It's gonna be five songs, and it's gonna be exclusively on Bandcamp. For the first weeks and then and on soundcloud as one song so the only way to listen to it you would have to listen to it in its entirety for the first couple weeks and then eventually we're going to drop it on all streaming platforms uh weeks after and we also have a vinyl uh rollout that we're working on too so just stay in tune for that but uh yeah it comes out next week uh october 30th 2020 make sure to tune into that it'll probably be around five seven dollars not sure on the price yet on Bandcamp. but uh if y'all, you guys can't tune in on release day it will be coming out on streaming services weeks after so no word to worry follow me on instagram at a dot ro dot underscore and that's pretty much it you'll get everything there all right and you can follow me at miguel kicks one word i don't really tweet much to be honest with you but with this podcast i'll probably try i'll try to be more active oh yeah on twitter i'm pretty active on twitter so you can find me on twitter at uh a underscore r o underscore so all right until next week i appreciate y'all for tuning in peace out yes sir i'm gone